Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. morning. Jimmy um, has decided that his 50th year, he's finally going to grow up. Hey, back down, buddy. Back down. Just one thing doesn't mean I'm going to totally grow up. No, you you're also a going to your, appointment. Yeah, your shunt doctor. You're getting your shunt Okay, flesh. two going things. Going to the shunt spa. A shunt spa. <laughs> get it massaged, I'm, flushed. I'm going to get my shunt rotor rooter drained. Rotor <laughs> 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 Oh my god! Rethreaded. <laughs> There's no threading on it. Oh, son of a bitch! We'll talk more about that. What Jimmy did yesterday. Um, we had, I think he got taken care of by the by the company, so we'll call. Yeah, we'll call her and thank her. Did she drive you home again? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, funny. On this day, January nineteenth, twenty eleven, Stephen Tyler made his debut as a judge on American Idol. The locker room only on cruise worldwide. We're living longer. And this is interesting, and I don't know what this means. I don't really have a theory on it. Oh, Maybe we should weird. ask Steve Strickland. <laughs> Sean Strickland. Or Sean Strickland. <laughs> UFC fighter. <laughs> um, apparently, the male-female longevity gap is shrinking. It did increase during COVID. Yeah. Um, it got significantly... Because women just sort of take care of each, of, mm-hmm. each, of each other and themselves a little bit better. Um, to begin with, right? Yeah. Um, this so this said it's narrowing because men um, the decline of harmful lifestyles that blue collar men typically take part in smoking heavily. That's why I was saying, going to the bar every day. I'd love to get Sean Strickland's thoughts on this. <laughs> hey, we're actually going to the doctor. Men have heart specialists now, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, we actually have a cardiologist. Like in, back in the day, nobody did. You, right? you just that? died of a heart attack like a man. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? We're going to stick around longer. <laughs> yeah. How do the ladies feel about that? And it's your fault. <laughs> You're making us go get a finger in our bum. Yeah. Oh, by by the way, I never told you. I got a, I got a message from one of my friends. I've been waiting to tell you. Because um, she's heard us talking on this show about how I don't have a family doctor. She has some contacts of people that in my area that I could oh, get as a family Great. Doctor. Now Jimmy's going to live longer. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the Locker Room. Everyone is aware of my thoughts about Justin Trudeau. I, I, I'm not a fan. You, you love him. And this morning when I saw this, it may be the first time I've been thinking, was there ever a moment where I felt bad for him? Not really. 
Okay, no, that's not true. I did feel bad for him when she sang a couple of years ago at that... When she just broke out into song? At the MLK tribute? I found that so inspiring. (laughs) I felt bad for him then. Yeah, because you're like, oh no, he's going to have to go home and in the car, she's going to be like, how'd I do? And he's going to have to lie and say that she did awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I saw this headline this morning, and I know they're separated, but I still had a moment where I was like, oh, okay, poor Justin. And this is the headline, and I'm just going to read the headline, and then I'm going to play some of her singing. (laughs) Sophie Gregoire Trudeau to lead us yoga at a solar eclipse wellness retreat. Some people doubt. It sounds like the one that you went to for your birthday that one year. That was not... Where you couldn't talk for the whole day? Okay. You had to be in silence? Without knowing why. No. This sounds great for you. This event promises to bring guests closer together as much as Mother Nature will show us the beauty of darkness. Some people live. Oh, no, 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 but not quite. This was one of the last public appearances she made <laughs> as a representation of the Canadian government. She wasn't supposed to sing here. This was her decision, and I think she made the song up on the spot, too. <laughs> the Locker Room, only on Chris. Somebody sent a text. They said that... So, Justin's ex reminds them of somebody. Yeah, so you're playing Sophie Trudeau singing Some people this one when she just spontaneously broke out into song. At the Martin Luther King tribute. And then Newfie Chris texted Some in and said, this reminds me of Jan from The Office singing when she breaks out into song. That was in his eyes, <laughs> stealing kisses from me on the slide. It's the same. Taking time to make time. And uh, Michael in this has the same look that Trudeau probably had. (laughs) If you watch the video. Who is that text from? That was from Newfie Chris. Newfie Chris. Good poll, Newfie Chris. Time now for Jimmy's birthday corner on the locker room. This should be good. Today we say happy birthday to a legend, Dolly Parton. Today she is 78 years old. She has officially been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And if you've ever seen her, she does like wildflowers. She works nine to five, and everyone can remember the words to Jolene. The country, uh, country star, rock star, and even movie star has touched us all. We love you, Dolly. This is for you. Yeah, we're not going to play Dolly. We actually have something special for you, Locke. Oh, no. What are you two idiots doing here? Here we go. Oh, good karaoke. Jimmy and I have been working on something this week. Baby, when I met you, there was peace unknown. I set out to get you with a fine tooth comb. I was soft inside. There was something going on. You do something, something to me that I, I can't, can't explain. Hold me closer and I feel no pain. Every beat of my heart, we got, got something going on. You're in the locker room. And now, the locker room presents Star Wars News. 
now, your host for Star Wars News, Jane Grant Johnson. You didn't actually think we'd put you in charge of the Falcon thing, did you, James? You can't even reach the controls, man. (laughs) So, you may remember her, Jodie Foster, from Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Twister. Yes. um, Panic Room. A Good Woman. Castaway. Um, what women want, <laughs> as good as it gets. Inside man. That was Helen Hunt. Um, but did you know Jodie Foster was almost in Star Wars? So she I did not know that. She's Grant. doing a bunch of interviews right now because she's in the new season of True Detective. Yeah. And she was talking about how she was um, offered the role of Princess Leia in Star Wars, and she turned it down um, so that she could do the. Um, Project X movie, I believe it was. Okay. Uh, it yeah. was Taxi Driver. <laughs> and she was 14 years old. <laughs> I prepped for this news, and you're taking this crap over? <laughs> you I'm were gonna... angry about it. You were... No, because... No, I wasn't, I wasn't yesterday, angry. yesterday, you wasn't were like, angry. this isn't news. This no, isn't Star Wars news. What are no, we doing? I wasn't, so I, wasn't I gave it to angry. Grant. I wasn't angry. It's just... She is one of many actors that have turned down roles in Star Wars and big ones. Okay. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio turned it down. What? Um, he turned Luke down? No, Anakin. Oh, in, okay. In the in the sequel in the prequels. Oh, that was a good Actually, move. Actually, you know, really good, yeah, you know that was Leo. a good move. <laughs> Uh, He's not regretting that. Two two guys actually turned down Han Solo. That will blow your mind. Okay. Burt Reynolds. I think I knew that. I did know that. And Al Pacino. I did not know that. They both, in the original movie, they both turned it down. It wouldn't have worked with Al. Uh, no, no, Chewie, no. Chewie, <laughs> we're getting a Bert, maybe, but I don't think Bert would have been because uh, because what's his not Han Solo? Uh, uh, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford did bring a bit of a comedic sort of touch yeah. to it. Bert had a bit of a Bert comedic. was a little too seventies. Yeah, like, uh, he was a little too but stoic. Yeah, yeah. And, right. And Kurt Russell actually turned down uh, being Luke Skywalker. Yeah, that that I could see. That one, I yeah, that one doesn't trigger me as much. All right, you got yeah, another it one. Went on. It worked out well for her, Jodie Foster, when she turned it down. She went on starring Mad About You, um, great TV show. <laughs> she was silent at the labs. <laughs> There's something really wrong with you. I I get so screwed up now when Grant screws up Helen Hunt and Jonas. You've ruined that for me. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Brought to you by Battle Rattle Tactical Supplies. Supplying the front line since 2016. Now, Grant Johnson. I don't care who you are or what you're going through today. I'm going to say that this guy is probably having a worse day. (laughs) This guy went to his doctor. Looking for hope. He went to his doctor and he asked for a procedure to try and change his life for the better. And it backfired and it did the opposite. So he went to his doctor to get an enlargement of the <clears throat> disco stick. He was sick of having a smaller thing. So he saved up his money. <laughs> and he went to the doctor to have some size added. They can do that? Asking for a friend. He goes to his doctor. The doctor agrees to make his plonker larger. The guy does the surgery, and when he wakes up and he looks at his schmeckle, 
He notices it's actually smaller. <laughs> went in for an enlargement. Went home with a smaller one. <laughs> Do you roll the dice and try the enlargement again? <laughs> <laughs> that is a gamble. Doesn't this guy know if you want to make it bigger... You have to rub CBD oil on it, wear a stretcher 12 to 14 hours a day, and have it blessed on a full moon. I thought everyone knew that. The Grand Report is brought to you by our new merchandise, celebrating the Costco hot dog. Do you have that dog in you? Text us now to get your shirt. This might be hard to explain to the family. It's The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. It's sweating time! (laughs) There is a biopic coming out, and Polly Shore is supposed to be playing Richard Simmons, and Richard Simmons is pissed about it. <laughs> it makes sense, though. Look at Polly Shore, and look at Richard Simmons. I know! They look like it could be father-son. It's so funny. It's bizarre, and I would also be mad, though, if Polly Shore was going to play me in a movie. Like, see, oh, you... You want someone cool playing you in a movie? See, I... Denzel or something. I can't... <laughs> I, can't think, sure. I can't think of anybody that would play me. Jude Law. You have the same oh, yeah, body. You have, have the, the same, same body. body. It makes sense. <laughs> Is there any, there'd be people that would make you upset, though. I can't think I of said, anybody. I was thinking... Pete Davidson. Oh, Pete... Okay, done. Yeah. We're out. Tall yeah. guys. Larry the Cable Guy for me. Can you imagine that we could make a movie about me and Larry the Cable Guy? I I know this is very petty, but if someone played me, it would really annoy me, and I'd love this guy if Warwick Davis played me. You would want Warwick Davis to play you? Wouldn't. Wouldn't. Uh, I like him. I like Warwick him. is awesome. Why wouldn't you want Warwick? I thought He's you, six inches shorter than uh, I am. Oh, I but, thought you were going to be upset about... Who's the Game of Thrones? Peter, Peter, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, you don't like I'd be, Peter Dinklage. I'd be more okay with him. Because we have the same amount of hair, yeah, and same size cl- heads. he's yeah. he's actually a bit taller than me, uh, so I'd be okay with it. But not you're not going to have. What about if they just did a normal sized person and then used camera tricks like Lord of the Rings? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I'd be I'd fight someone. The guy that played Bilbo Baggins is, yeah. is starring Bilbo Jimmy Baggins. in the in the James P. White story. <laughs> You know what's interesting? That would make me mad. There is a very strong connection between Richard Simmons and James P. White's life stories. Oh, yeah? Right? no. So when I first met Jimmy, he was living here Mm -hmm. in a very similar situation that Richard Simmons was living. He was being kidnapped and held hostage. Yes. Jimmy's um, landlady at the time had a very similar relationship that Richard Simmons had with his housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah, I was grounded and, a couple of times. And Jimmy, Jimmy wasn't would, allowed out of the house. Jimmy would come in and tell me stories. And, and so about a year in, two years in, to, to me meeting him, I finally pulled him aside. I, I, like, I took him for beers. Mm-hmm. I sat him down and I said, this is an unhealthy relationship. Because this woman was not like your relative or anything. No, so she was a relative of a friend. A relative of a friend who had a room in her house and you moved in with her and she controlled you. You went out so drinking weird. one night. Yeah, as there a was forty-year-old male. Yeah. This, this was yeah. That that was my favorite story. Is she didn't like me coming home drunk, and so we were at. Uh, That's sta- not going to work. You, and you weren't <laughs> sleeping <laughs> with her. No, no. Um, she she was a sixty-five-year-old woman. It doesn't um, matter. So, but, uh, but <laughs> Dolly Parton's seventy-eight. You still I, would. 
So anyway, she would sit up and wait for wait him. Wait for him at night. And with the lights out. So yeah. he'd come in the front door, click the lights on to go upstairs to his room, and she would be like, where were you? Where were you, young man? She, yeah. And I'm like, with that's the, not healthy. With the, You're with 40. The lamp, with, the lamp, with the lamp and TV on in the living room and go, uh, are you... Have you been drinking? Uh, I think so. so he'd, be, he'd get notes from her. I'd, I'd appreciate it if you took some time to clean your room. It was stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. You, you need to live by yourself. You and Richard Simmons. <laughs> from the Harvard Media News Center, the locker room news. The federal government says they are looking into air pollution from wood-fired oh. ovens. And places like pizzerias and bagel shops to to determine whether or not they meet the emission reporting thresholds under the uh, National Pollutant Release Inventory. Oh, my God. We got to get rid of these governments. (laughs) Um, They said that, uh, yeah, it's a serious issue, and they're going to look into how much pollution is coming out of these restaurants in some cities across Canada. You know what's a serious issue? Your homelessness (laughs) has doubled in the last two years. Yeah. Okay, just work on stuff that you're going to have an impact on on our lives with. No, wood-fired pizza's bad, Law. Oh, my God. It's bad. Like, Am I wrong? Like, um, yeah, some cities have strict bylaws to limit wood burning, but they're looking more into it across the country. You so. took a so. private jet to Jamaica <laughs> that did more damage to the environment than probably every bagel sh- shop in North America, yeah. right? Because you couldn't fly with your wife, so she had to go down on a separate jet because you guys aren't talking, but you're still vacationing together. So, like, it just—it's so. So, oh what's God. next? Campfires. We're not allowed well, to do Some cities have bylaws against those, too. No, but even like in yeah. parks and stuff like that, sorry, you can't have fires outside ever There's again. There's way more important things to worry about in the world that we live in right now. And if you're going after bagel shops and, and pizzerias, mm-hmm. because, oh, my God. Is, is that, does that make you angry, Grant? <laughs> it makes me, like, <laughs> roll my eyes and, like, <laughs> what are oh. they doing? On air, online, and on our app, welcome to the locker room. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's it's time for a locker room joke off. Let's do a circle joke here. <laughs> Grant set us up. So, this guy is suing an airline called Spice Jet because he was on a flight from Mumbai and he went to the bathroom and became trapped in the bathroom. The door wouldn't open, couldn't get out. The staff in there, like the flight attendant, slid him a note and said, like, hey, don't panic. We can't get you out, but you're just going to have to brace yourself. We're landing, and then we'll send the engineers. He says he hurt himself on that landing, and, uh, yeah, he's suing them now. At the bottom of the note, it said, make sure you put the seat down. And do not panic. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the story. All right. Where our jokes come from. So we each have three. I'll start. We'll go around the horn. A 37-year-old software technician is suing SpiceJet Airlines after getting trapped in a plane's bathroom for the majority of his most recent flight. The in-flight meal was apparently butter chicken. Man flying from Mumbai on a SpiceJet got spicy when he got stuck in the crapper. I was angry about the laugh track there. Here, I'll do one before Jimmy can do it. A man is suing SpiceJet after he was trapped inside of the bathroom, and you think you had a crappy flight. Is that one of yours? No, not yet. (laughs) 
SpiceJet Airlines is being sued by a 37-year-old software tech after being trapped in the plane commode for the majority of his flight. The distraught passenger was upset about the surcharge for its seat with more legroom. <laughs> so long. <laughs> Mine are always worried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, man stuck in an airplane bathroom for over an hour and a half got a really crappy compensation deal from the airline. Get it, crappy? Yeah. <laughs> a man is... I love it when he says, get it? Yeah, <laughs> you see his crappy he's see, in the bathroom. He was in the... A man is suing SpiceJet after he was trapped in the plane's bathroom for the entire flight. I think he's now a part of the Pile High Club. <laughs> So bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was actually the best one. <laughs> a man was trapped in a bathroom at, at, of a SpiceJet airline flight. It is now suing that company for having to endure severe headwinds in the head. <laughs> I can't. I can't give myself a laugh track. You're going to skip the laugh track. <laughs> that was my finale, too. <laughs> Brought the heat. With a man getting stuck in an airplane bathroom uh, for a flight on a spice jet, uh, when he gets a lawyer, the crap will really hit the fan. That one needs oh. to be slowed down. That would be good. Um, I make it funnier. A man is suing Spice Jet after he got stuck in the airplane bathroom for the entire flight. Spice Jet? That's what I used to call my wiener. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> We're sorry. Only on cruise. With a man getting stuck in an airplane bathroom uh, for a flight on a spice jet, uh, when he gets a lawyer, the crap will really hit the fan. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> the Locker Room, only on cruise. Coachella has, over the years, become an event, right? Like, it's just... Yeah, it's a social event, like, status event. Do you even go um, there for the bands? I, I think it's just a hang now. Yeah, it's a status thing. I mean, sometimes I'm sure I'm sure there's people that go for the bands, but yeah, you get your furry costume on, and you know it's kind of like get um, your buddy to make some e for you. Burning in his Man garage. Is, Burning Man is similar, very much right? like, like that. Yeah. So yeah. didn't Coachella get flooded out last year? Yep. They all got no. That was Burning Man. Well, that was Burning that Man. Was Burning Man. They all got stuck in the desert. Remember. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and they had to walk out and left cars. Mm -hmm. and yeah, it was a bit of an emergency. Yeah, that was remember. that was Burning Man. Coachella, I think, did maybe get canceled at some point. Something but, happened to Coachella um, weather related last year or they, the year before. They announced the lineup. Um, so it's happening in April. Um, so first up, Lana Del Rey is the headliner. Then the next weekend is Tyler the Creator, and then the third I don't even weekend know who that is, is uh, Doja Cat. Okay. Um, Tyler, the creator, yeah, yeah you is he might a rapper. Know. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you might recognize some of his music. He's pretty good, actually. But uh, yeah, not exactly the rock lineup. But, but no. The, then at the bottom, a lot of people are excited because it says and 
No doubt. So they always try to get a big band to reunite for Coachella. Blink-182 did. Rage Against the Machine did. Guns N' Roses did at one point. This year, it's no doubt, I guess. All right. There's nothing wrong with it, little no doubt. I don't hate They haven't no been played doubt. together in 10 years. Has it been that long? Yeah, it's been, uh, I think, over 10 years since they played together. Gwen I, still looks pretty good, too. Yeah, I've, been a, I've been a fan of her since I was a kid. All right, hold, hold back there. Easy. Easy over there, Blake Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird one. I would one. see Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey is cool. Is she? Yeah, I, she's got some cool stuff. The thing with me, with her. I don't her, know who the cat is. If <laughs> the dojo cat? Yeah. If I saw... Lana, what is it? Lana, Lana Del Rey. If I see a picture of her, I'm like, okay, that's that singer, I think, yeah, right? Like, tall, a, but a weird I, singer. You could play her music for me. I would have no idea. What. So, I got that summertime, summertime sadness. Hold on, we promised we weren't going to sing anymore. Well, you didn't let me get to the chorus of Kenny Rogers, so I'm a little angry. From Oilers Nation joining us. How you doing today? Feeling good, man. I like yeah. it's nice to talk to you guys uh, while on a heater like this. This is yeah. something, something obviously the we've never seen with this franchise before. So it's fun right now. It's just the Oilers are finding different ways to win. Uh, a couple of games back to back where they were down by two and then came back to win four two. So feeling good right now, boys. That's what I was surprised by. Twelve straight wins for the Oilers, and I saw like Coach Nobby. He's like 11 and 3 when the other team scores first or something crazy like that. It's a lot of come from behind. And, yeah, uh, he persevering. Um... He, there's something about that guy. He's uh, he he's got some kind of mojo going right now. And even last night, he made a great call with uh, you know a coach's challenge on what would have been the tying goal for Seattle. So mm. things are going well in the Nobby era, and I'm happy to see it. It's funny how the season has been such a roll. Like last night was the halfway point of the season, and I feel like this season's already had two years worth of news wrapped in it. So it's been intense. One of the things that I have kind of noticed in the last, I'd say, four or five games is that the Oilers, they, I don't know what, if they overplay, because they always look like they're moving fast, but there's a moment at the beginning of these games over the last little bit where it looks like they're trying to figure out their game and they're playing a little bit like they were at the beginning of the season, overskating pucks. Yeah. Um, it, it, defensive and offensive breakdowns, and then they just sort of, I don't know what it is, they don't slow down, they settle down, they settle in, they lock it down, and then they start to take over the game. Have you noticed something similar? Last night was the perfect example of it, Lockwood. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how many breakaways Seattle got last night in the first period, but I want to say three. I, three it was three. Four. They scored on two. They were just outrageously sloppy in the first period. And and to your point, it was almost like they went, oh, yeah, we know how to do this. And then just really locked it down over the last 40 minutes. Stu was great. The defensive coverage was much, much better in the second and third period. So, yeah, I 100% think you're right. It's wild because 
to keep a heater like this going, you got to have a lot of things go your way, oh, yeah. even when things aren't going your way. Mm-hmm. And what's been interesting to find is that even when things aren't going the Oilers' way, like they were in Toronto, like Matthews scored first shift of the game in the game against Toronto the other night. And then last night, they were giving up breakaways en masse in the first period. I think it's been interesting to watch them recover from that without crumbling. That's been a really interesting part of this win streak because things just weren't going their way early, but they didn't let it get to them. So earlier in the season, if they had been down by two goals in the first period, that would have probably been curtains back in October. But right now, they're playing as a confident group, and they feel like they can come back, and they do. So it's been really interesting to watch that evolution over the course of the season. But like I said, it's still only the halfway mark, so who knows where we're going to end up yeah. by the time it comes around. Halfway through, and it's like it's been two different seasons. And how much of the turnaround do you uh, give credit to Stu Skinner for? You have to give a ton of it to Stu. I I mean, when your goalie is playing as well as Stuart Skinner is, um, it's just, it's much easier to kind of, to Locke's point, like when your goalie can cover up some of those mistakes and you can trust that he's going to do that, which Stu has been doing, um, it it, it frees you up to play a little bit looser. And I think that's been hugely beneficial over the course of this win streak. And then Stu's just playing some really good hockey and he's embracing it and he's playing. The only concern I have with Stu is he's just playing a ton. Yeah. You know, at some point they're going to want to find probably a better balance in January. Their schedule is actually pretty light. They don't play a whole lot of games in January, but in February, March, April, that really kind of packs in there. So I'm curious to see how the goalie um, deployment, I guess, is going to happen later in the season. But right now, Stu's been fantastic. Ride the hot hand. I'm all for it. And again, the angle that he's a hometown guy doing this for the yeah. others, you that part of the story as well. Uh, there's there's a lot less too with Skinner. Uh, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt, Gar, but there's a lot less of when Campbell was in when there was a like a goal behind or two quick ones or whatever from the opposing team. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's over. Right? <laughs> like I don't get that sense with Skinner. Like no, there, there get- isn't this panic that like that you have watching the man. He seems really calm, doesn't yeah. he? Like he's. He's a young guy, and even when things aren't necessarily going his way, he's still got that calm demeanor. Maybe that's because he grew up with a thousand kids in the house. And he <laughs> Probably. You know, I, I think that that serves him really, really well, especially in a market like this where, you know, if things aren't going well, the crowd will get on you. But he's I can't say enough good things about Stuart Skinner. It, it's been kind of funny to watch the narratives, you know, with hindsight, just being like, oh, what's going on with Stu earlier in the season? He's not looking like he was. And then now you go. Wow, this guy, you can barely get anything past him unless it's a grade A real chance. Like Seattle got the two goals last night on, like you said, lock on breakaways. So he's playing really, really good hockey. Calvin Pickard's actually been playing really well when he does get a chance. Like I said earlier, I'm curious to see what that split looks like as the schedule gets a little bit heavier down the stretch. Speaking of splits, though, so we've got Skinner playing well, Mm -hmm. Coach Nobby, Mm-hmm. And the locker room deciding to unofficially announce David Wilcox laying pipe as the Edmonton Oilers right, it goal started slot. when they turned right. it around. Yeah. That, I mean, there we go. We got a nice breakdown of why <laughs> the team has turned it around. We're all doing our part here. We all have have a role to play, and I think that you guys are doing what you need to do and just keep doing it, you know? We all have our role to play. I want to see a 13th win in Calgary on Saturday, so let's keep it going. Yeah, any thoughts on the game tomorrow night, Battle of Alberta? 
It's interesting that it's uh, only the second one, and we had to wait till Jan, uh, late January, to see it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. As much as it pains me to say, the Flames are actually playing some pretty good hockey last night. I know they lost to the Leafs last night, but there mm-hmm. was some controversial uh, goal calls in there. So, they're playing some good hockey. It's going to be a challenge for the Oilers, and I think that it's going to be one of those games that they want to be up for. I saw the announcement that they're all going to be wearing. They're both going to be wearing the Heritage Classic jerseys tomorrow oh, cool. night. So- so I'm looking forward to seeing that. And then obviously when the Oilers and the Flames play, especially down in Calgary, there's a ton of Oilers fans in that barn. Mm-hmm. So um, for all the Oilers fans going to the Saddle Dome tomorrow, make sure you wear a hard hat. That place is in disrepair. It's in rough shape. I've been to Battle of Alberta's in Edmonton and Calgary, and there's something special about going on the road to Calgary for the Battle of Alberta and like yeah, it's fun. seeing all the other fans and yeah, I think I enjoy yeah. it more going like, down to Calgary to see it. Yeah, Grant, you've come with us on yeah. some of the bus trips that we've done and it is a different experience going to a BOA down in the Saddle Dome. It's fun. It's almost like a little mini vacation even though you're only only in Calgary and everybody's there to have a good time and there's a lot of Oilers fans in there. So yeah. if the boys can win a 13th straight game down in Calgary, that place is going to be very, very loud with Oilers fans and I would love nothing more than another replay of Flames fans leaving their own building. <laughs> that is what I really want. Let's to see steal another on. shovel from the Saddle Dome. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Um, on the topic of, of streaks, do you believe in the the jinx? For example, all this week, I've made sure that Grant and I, because uh, Jimmy doesn't even know what a streak is yeah. unless it's in his pants. Um, <laughs> I have I have made sure that we have not talked about the win streak during the game days. Interesting. Um, I, I'm not really a superstitious person, although I will subscribe to it if asked. You know what I mean? Like, if you aren't talking about the streak on game days, then yeah. don't talk about the streak tomorrow. I know I know you guys aren't on the air tomorrow, it's Saturday, but like, don't talk about it tomorrow. If that's your thing, if you're listening to this right now and you've been wearing the same gaunch this entire three-week, four-week stretch, months, like, you know, keep them on. Keep them on, flip them inside out, wear the clean side, turn them around, whatever you got to do. Right. So. I'm all for it. I'm not personally one of those people that's super um, superstitious about it, but I do understand that there are there are folks that are. So yeah, me neither. Perfect for you. It is working right now, so keep it going. <laughs> but when Locke talks about something, it usually breaks the streak. Oh, He's very I'm, unlucky. I am the worst. I am such a like I'm an albatross for teams. If I bet on you, you're gonna lose. <laughs> like, that, that's how that works. That's how that works. Okay, your nation vacation, uh, February eighteenth, twenty thousand going on. Uh, is there still spots open? There's still a handful of spots open. So we've got a couple of different options too. So you can just have the normal package that just it comes with us from Edmonton. Uh, you get your flights, your hotel, your tickets, all of that stuff all in one. And then we've also got a flightless package because there's some people that just wanted to make their way down there for a kind of an extended holiday. So they were doing different flights or maybe they found different flights that they wanted to be on that worked uh, better for their schedules. So we also have a flightless pla- package that's just the hotels and the tickets. So there's a bunch of different options at nationgear.ca that you can join us. So that's coming up in you know in a month we're going to be in Arizona watching the boys play in that teeny tiny little barn and oh, if they keep playing the way they it. are who knows they might keep this this heater going right through until uh, until family day so i'm really really looking forward to that i it's one of those experiences where you can't really describe how excited I am because I've never watched an NHL game in a junior-sized arena, so I'm really looking forward to really, really looking forward to it. It's going to be so unique. Are you going to be wearing a mullet for the mullet arena? I think I might have to go buy one, you know? Yeah. I, I, 
that's the move. Like something real curly and greasy. I think that would be a really, really good look because there's going to be a lot of us. So we're going to be having a whole section of just blue and orange in a corner. So I, I think we're going to draw some attention. So I'll I think add so. the mullets, add the mullets. I think that needs to happen. There he is, Bag Milk, Oilers Nation. As always, thank you for your time, my friend. Thanks, guys. What the f***? Yeah, it's crazy. The Locker Room's WTF Track of the Day. 95.7 Cruise FM. Joplin's birthday today. So she passed away in 1970 on October 4th. She's a member of the 27 Club. How old would she have been today? This is kind of crazy. 87. Uh, he's right because of you did the date. Oh, that's good. You're you're covering the math off? Yes. <laughs> because, because you said it was the nope. 27th Club. So I need... Uh, no, let's do the math. No, let's not do the math. How did you figure that out? It's an even... Uh, it's an even number? Hold on, keep going. No. <laughs> just... Let's just do the... There no. was, Come on, Steven. Star Wars came out and... Uh, <laughs> she would have been 81 today. <laughs> okay, so I wasn't even close. <laughs> I wanted him to work that out. I uh, know, and he wouldn't do it. Should have got a chalkboard. You <laughs> come Stephen Hawking. Yeah, that would have got Stephen going, oh no, oh no. Uh, Mercedes Benz, Joplin, your WTF track of the day, Cruise. We all make mistakes. This is The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. So Jimmy has had uh, a vision issue since he was a kid, and he's never really dealt with it. I had glasses, and they didn't fit properly, so I didn't wear them. I've had glasses on and off since I was a little kid. You Um, say they don't fit your face right, right? No, uh, but... uh, because I have a weird bridge of my nose and a huge forehead, it's a dwarf thing. Um, <laughs> is it that sounds, a little personal sounds, thing, or is that just a no? Jimmy it is. Thing? It is actually. If you, uh, I've I know a lot of little people that are all forehead. It's an alien um, DNA thing, right? Oh uh, yeah, huge. Yeah, that's why they all look the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, here no, we go. No, there's three different uh, types. Three different alien types yeah, of little people. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You totally. There's Somebody the in your family who, got humped by an alien, and it's, well, it worked out. So there's you. the Jimmy okay. little person who looks like Elf. Yeah. And then there's the like Warwick Davis one with the no necks, right? Yeah. And they're like, Aah. yeah. And yeah. then there's the mini me ones. The mini me, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you nailed it. Yeah. 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 And if you if if you have a little person okay. that is that has the Jimmy dwarfism, <laughs> it doesn't matter where they this. like. We have I follow uh, little people from all over the world, as you do. Yeah, yeah and there's a there's a group of, of and all of them hate you. There's a group of little people from I don't even know where Tibet. I think yeah. that sing all the time. Yeah, yeah. They all look like Jimmy. They the can Mayan be related. brothers or something. Yeah, like that. and then there's a group like there's that one guy that angry little person in Mexico that I I follow yeah, all the time. Yeah, he looks like show. his dad. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to be talking about? So as a little person, you, no, no, you're I, I, I had a point. I, I, Let I, me finish. Let me get into it. So he's never really dealt with his eyesight. So he's blind as a bat. He sees shapes. Literally, when we meet people, like they got to speak, they got to say something out loud for him to recognize them. Um, during COVID, during COVID, Jimmy lost his sense of smell. Yeah. Okay, and. Um, he also, well, he had that COVID ODD thing that's still uh, causing Most him problems. Yeah. Let me put so that now, on the screen behind you, actually. So Jimmy is finally starting to take care of because he's losing all his senses. So he's finally. 
So he went to Specsavers. We tried to th- phone Maggie, who owns Specsavers. She's a big fan of the show in St. Albert. And they she really lo- have looked after me. Like when I had the eye problem after had. my, my oh, I still do a bit, but it's more dryness now than it was before. But, you know, they looked after me. You know, they were helping me get my eye fixed. So I went in. And I got. She's I, awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She. They really looked after me, like like the eye exam, and then she drove glasses. him home. One. Drove him home from. <laughs> yeah, St. she did Albert. drive me home from St. Albert once. One of the first. <laughs> so ones. you went in yesterday, and you you officially ordered glasses that yes. will fit your face. I have glasses. Uh, they got we'll to get them from NASA. He um, so. he sent me a picture, and they. It's not what I expected. No, because these ones. Are a lot wider, so they fit because I have a very wide are head. You, are they like all the time glasses? They're all the time glasses. Not just re- are you going to wear them all the time? I'm going to wear them all the uh, time. Do they have and a I strap also, on them? They don't have a strap uh, on. Them. You might need a strap, but I. But also because they How have. How did they find glasses for that melon? Because that's NASA. what I said. These ones, they're called. They're they're called same ones they wear on the space station. They're, they're called Juan, ironically, like my wrestling name, and but they're wider, so they okay fit my face better. They have special sunglasses for big heads and everything too. But but also because they have this deal going on for two, same guy that two made for his one, made his glasses. like like two for one kind of deal. So yeah, I'm yeah. also getting prescription sunglasses. So hey. I have nice. So I'm gonna have uh, you know. Prescription sunglasses, so yeah, I guess I can't for wear it. Army Chris deck drinking. Exactly. For deck drinking or when I'm, you know. Or when he's at the Backstreet Boys concert this summer in California. I really wanted him to get, like I told you, I wanted him to get the glasses that look like you're off to a racquetball game. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying with the strap on, the yeah. Grant Hill, the but he didn't, old basketball he didn't player. Go. He didn't go but for you, it. But you still can get, you know, if to strap them to your face. You should get a strap on is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get your glasses. We're not as kink. <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. If you feel like drinking now, you're not alone. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Ardent Roof Systems.